following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Herfman. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of radio. I think Jackal's a Latino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you again. The Jackal. Welcome, one, welcome all, welcome friends, welcome foes, and everybody listening around the globe. Yes, to you flat earthers as well, welcome. Inside the Jackal's Head, this is, once again, the Angel Espino Show, coming to you live on April 23rd, 2022, brought to you by the Public Streaming Network. Folks, we have a great night in paradise, and I'm here to share it with you all. I just wanted to say that tonight I had the pleasure of watching our 45th president, Donald Trump. He was out in Ohio, and uh, it was it's always great watching Donald Trump uh, do what he does best. We're right around the corner from uh, the midterm elections and right around the corner from 2024, and uh, it's going to be a beautiful thing when that red tsunami hits. We have a lot to cover tonight, a lot of stuff happening in the news, a lot of stuff happening in my own life, and I wanted to, uh, you know, bring a lot of these uh, things up. Uh, We have a brand new website, puresolidnews.com. It's fully operational. We have a lot of news that I'm going to get to from that website. Also, I wanted to announce that we have open lines tonight, folks. That's right, open lines. And uh, you're probably saying, well, uh, it's really live? Well, yeah, we're we're really on live. Uh, You know, I'm fully engaged with my audience, 100% unscreened calls. If uh, anybody out there, uh, you know, wants to join in on the fun, by all means, folks, welcome. You know, we love the fact that uh, we have such a robust and robust, I should say robust, not robust, but robust uh, crowd that listens into the show weekly. And uh, if it wasn't for you folks, none of this would get done. Believe me, it is the way it is, and uh, I thank you all for always being here with me, uh, because without you, there is no me, and uh, I just, uh, you know, what to give out the uh, number here, and I'm going to do that in a second, I haven't learned it by yet, uh, by heart, it's a brand new number, let me go ahead and post it on here, I uh, should have done that, uh, there we go, that should get it. Where I needed to be, I should have done that earlier. But anyway, the uh, number is 786-633-2225. Again, the number is 786-633-2225. You know, that 633 number haunts me because it's uh, similar to my cell phone number, so I should learn this pretty quickly. Uh, it's a very similar number to what I actually have. I'm surprised I haven't learned that yet. But uh, the Angel Espino Show is back live. We have, of course, like I spoke about the last show I did, we have new nights and uh, new hours. Right now we're doing the uh, 9 p.m. till midnight on Saturdays and Sundays. 
Uh, of course, you know, for many, many years, it was, ju- you know, it was these two nights. And then I just went to uh, Sundays at 10 to midnight. Then I went to uh, Thursdays uh, from uh, 10 to midnight. And uh, now I am uh, back on Saturdays and Sundays, 10 to midnight, 9 to midnight. And uh, it's going to be mostly three hours of me and you engaged in conversation, interviews, and all sorts of goodies, uh, which are news-related. I uh, want to say uh, a quick shout-out before I continue here to uh, somebody who um, is it's going through a, a few uh, difficult moments and uh, in her life, uh, Christine uh, ballard Schuff, uh Kaiser's uh, lady, uh, who's been in the hospital for surgery, uh, and she's uh, not doing well. Uh, you know, we wish her the best, and uh, she's in our prayers every single day and night. She's a wonderful lady, and uh, hopefully she recovers from uh, what she's going through. It's uh, sad to, uh, you know, anytime you hear about good people going through pain and suffering and uh, having to deal with uh, these kind of things, it's always sad, uh, and it never is... Uh, easy to get over any surgery. So put her in her in your prayers and uh, make sure that you say them uh, for Christine Ballard Schoff. And uh, hopefully, again, we have better news. Uh, also, wanted to give a shout out to the Global Indictment Radio Network, uh, who sometimes uh, runs our show, sometimes they don't. But the one and only great Odin, I uh, wanted to welcome, uh, you know, or give him a shout out. And uh, by the way, in case you haven't heard it yet, following our show at midnight, and uh, if you haven't heard this show, you, you're completely lost. Gary the Mad Martian has a fantastic show, The Faces Out of Mars. He's the Mars revealer, the Mad Martian himself, Gary Legier, and uh, he'll be following this show a little bit later on at midnight. And uh, it's uh, probably going to be another fantastic episode with him. Uh, he is loud. He is clear. Uh, well, not always clear, but he's definitely loud, and he'll definitely keep you entertained. So make sure you take a listen because there's a lot of stuff he talks about which I deal with not just Mars, but space in general, uh, which is always fascinating to hear. So uh, check out his show later on tonight, right here on PSN Radio. And, of course, the world's famous SoFlow Radio. Now, the uh, new website, puresolidnews.com, is where we get a lot of our info and news and uh, something that I posted on there earlier, I'm going to play a clip of. It's uh, hysteric. Was uh, Joe Biden talking uh, on the new, talking? And well, I use that term very lightly when it comes to President Joe Biden. You remember, Democrats, y'all elected this fool. All right, so you know this is on you. And uh, if you like gas prices going up. If you like inflation, if you like high crimes, if you like no justice, defunding the police, uh, your life on the line every time you step out to get a cheeseburger, you got to thank Joe Biden and his uh, extreme policies for all that stuff because 
a lot of that stuff was, uh, you know, uh, coming uh, down, including the number of uh, illegal crossings on our border, which now are at record numbers. And uh, that's uh, thanks to good old Joe Biden, who always puts America last. But if you like America first, again, the great Donald Trump was on TV tonight in Ohio. Fantastic speech once again. Uh, like he always does, he uh, you know talks about politics that's going on at the moment, what he did, what he wants to do, and uh, makes fun of the fake media out there. And uh, I always take a, a good laugh when uh, he talks about the media because there is a lot of that going on. And, uh, you know, they they completely missed the boat. So we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about that later on. There's a couple of things I wanted to get to, including a, a clip of uh, Joe Biden again. And uh, what he says is funny, but what they dissect out of his speech is even funnier. And, uh, man, what a, what a lost, lost soul Joe Biden is. If you uh, haven't seen the clip, you're going to laugh your ass off. If you guys want to follow along on the other news topics that I'm going to bring up, go to puresolidnews.com. Again, that's puresolidnews.com. And follow along. All the articles that I bring up on the show from now on will be right from there. If I have any clips of audio or video that I want to play on the show, It'll be on there. Of course, you're listening live now, but you will be watching this later on as it's podcast over on YouTube, the live and all of the other video outlets out there. So you'll get a video representation of the audio show inside the Jackal's head. And um, man, as a lot of you know, I got a, a seasonal job recently. Uh, it's recent back as January. Uh, it really, it's been about four months, right? And the uh, seasonal seasonal job was supposed to end at the end of the month, on the 30th. And it ended a little bit earlier than expected. You know, uh, these things happen. And uh, pure lunacy happened at this job. I'm going to get to that also in a little bit. Uh, so there's a, a few things I wanted to get to uh, tonight, which are uh, personal and news-related. And... Uh, Let's just say that the last uh, 48 hours have been very eventful at this job and uh, very, uh, some pleasant, some not. Uh, made some really cool uh, new friends, and uh, believe it or not, a lot of them are deplorables, just like me. A lot of them are uh, Trump supporters, just like me. I have a, a store on my website, angelespino.com which I sell my merch. So if you guys want to go in and support the show, that's the best way you can do so. Go to angelespinal.com and uh, you can support there through PayPal, Patreon, buying merchandise from uh, this beautiful shirt that I have on right now, which is of this very show. It has my face on it. So if you want to wear me when you go out or you want me all over your body, you can have me all over your body. Whether, you know, you're, you're a dude or a hot, sexy girl. Doesn't matter. You can put me all over your body, baby. Including, uh, they have a lot of stuff, man. They have uh, not just T-shirts. They have tank tops, hoodies, uh, notebooks. I mean, they even have, like, 
uh, stuff for your kids or onesies. I mean, that the only thing I haven't seen, which is kind of surprising, is they don't have hats or beanies. They have stickers, magnets, books, bags, all kinds of cool things in there, but no hats. I'm kind of shocked at that. I, I would think they would put hats on there, but no, no luck on the hats. But uh, if you guys want to check out the uh, store, go to angelespino.com and you'll be able to get the link right through there. Mm. It's a um, T Public uh, store, so uh, T Public. You can probably look it up by looking at PSN uh, Radio or uh, Public Streaming Network on uh, tpublic.com. But the best way to get to it is just go to angelespino.com and follow the uh, link for the store right there. Uh, it's the the very best to get to listen to everything. Of course, the Jackal's Head, T H A J A C K A L, right? H E A D. Well, L S. Sorry. Uh, so let me start that again because I, I, I goofed it. T H A J A C K A L S H E A D dot com. Jackalshead.com is, of course, our secondary website, but angelespino.com, which rolls off the tongue a lot easier, uh, is our main website. And uh, you can find all my links and downloadables right there. Uh, everything that's podcast related is free. All my MP3s, videos, everything's on there, including all the stuff I post on YouTube and across the interwebs. Uh, I have no guest booked for tonight but i'm expecting uh maybe a few callers uh that are going to be joining me a little bit later uh i have uh open lines in the uh second hour we're going to be doing news uh from here to then and uh when you guys call in i'll bring you on again is unfiltered live and uh when you're on the show you know just keep it clean don't come on here and start cursing and ranting and raving and talking about racist stuff or, you know, poop jokes. I do enjoy a good poop joke once in a while. And let's keep it kind of civilized. If you have criticisms of moi, hey, go for it. You can criticize me all you want. Just let's keep it civil so we can actually have a civil discussion. I'm open for any topic you guys want to bring up. I'm going to be doing a lot of more, uh, a lot more of these open line uh, segments uh, in the future just because I dig getting the uh, the phone across and I dig uh, getting your voices heard, and I don't do enough of this. I do a lot of interviews and stuff. So I've been thinking about, you know, maybe – uh, doing uh, the interviews once a week, maybe a Saturday or Sunday, dedicate just one night to having a guest and one night to open lines. So I'll let my audience decide that for me. I might post a poll on my Angel Espino website and uh, ask you, the listeners in the, uh, the, the the people that actually make this show run, what do you think? Should I, or should I not split it up like that? Or should I just, you know, randomly book whatever, whatever? Again, uh, you are the reason why I do this. So please make yourself be heard. Call on in. Once again, the call-in number is 786 
633-2225 if you want to get in on the call. We started up a little bit late. I had a little trouble with uh, Skype wanting to, you know, uh, reload and uh, reinstall itself. And, you know, for all that Microsoft keeps, you know, reloading and updating and all that jazz, you'd figure that they'll get a lot quicker at it or at least make Skype great again. I remember early on when Skype first came out, I was so excited. I was like, man, this is awesome. This is going to make, uh, you know, bringing in callers to my uh, podcast a whole lot easier. And uh, while it, it does fit a great service, there's still a lot of bugs that they keep having to run out of it. And uh, sometimes it works fantastic. Sometimes it doesn't. Some updates have been good. Some have been bad. But at least we keep marching on, and that, that's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to play the uh, first clip here in a few seconds of uh, Joe Biden. And my goodness, what a disaster this administration is. Uh, this is, uh, I, I mean, it would be funny if it was another country. It's not as funny since it's uh, the USA going through this. Uh, it's our great country. This is the sweet land of liberty. And, uh, you know, I love this country. I'm an immigrant myself. I came from Cuba, a communist country, when I was about two and a half. And uh, my mother risked uh, everything uh, out at sea in the Mariel uh, in 1980 to get us here. And she did so with the uh, promise of raising her kids, my brother, myself, in a country that gave us the opportunity to be great. You know, they gave us the chance to do great things. And for the most part, I mean, the country runs fantastic. Let me not fool you. Uh, you know, it does fit the uh, purpose of being a great country. But there is so much better that we could do with this country. And I uh, hope everybody involved. But it seems there's always a group of people that just want to ruin it for everybody. And, of course, I'm talking about the nasty left. You socialist Democrats, you. And one of the stories from uh, the seasonal job that I had has to do with a socialist that I uh, met there. And uh, I had to laugh because, you know, the more and more I, I talk to people about, about politics, the more I'm worried. Because people are really just lost uh, in translation. It's like, uh, you, you know they, they mean well. You know they do. You know that they don't completely hate freedom. They don't completely hate freedom of speech. You know, this country gives you. But they haven't twisted. They think that Joe Biden is going to provide that, and he's done nothing but the opposite. Uh, look what he's done with uh, you know the Ukraine uh, debacle that's happening there with Russia, Afghanistan, the oil prices gas inflation. I mean, you could go on and on and on. He's practically destroying this country within the first two years alone of it, of his administration. This is why I, I always tell everybody, please don't vote for this guy again. Uh, it's not for my sake. I get nothing out of it other than the, uh, the fact that I get the satisfaction of seeing America stay great or be great. Uh, with the right people in power. And, and for all the hate it took, Trump was that right leader. And uh, I know I, I sound like a 
100% Trumpster. Look, I'm not 100% sold on everything the man was doing. And, you know, there were some things that I liked, some things I didn't like, some things I loved, some things I didn't love. But for the most part, he did the best that not only he could, considering all the stuff that was going on around him and all the people that were trying to bring his campaign down. And uh, now we know a lot of uh, real shenanigans were taking place. Uh, and uh, the audio clip that I'm going to play kind of tells you a little bit of what was suppressed. And this is stuff that most people don't know. Like I said, I got into uh, several conversations uh, during this seasonal job. And, the you know, there was one that really stood out. And it was on Friday with a young lady there and. She was just so lost. And, you know, the fact that when I have these conversations, a lot of it are with women, and a lot of them are with white women who are completely lost, completely in uh, in their thought. They have no idea what they're talking about. Politically, they're completely just misguided. Uh, and it's sad because a lot of the people that are getting into Congress and into, you know, positions to make a difference are these people that are running for all sorts of office. Uh, they're teaching our kids miseducation, really bad miseducation from critical race theory to all kinds of just horrible things. And uh, it's just not good. I mean, when you look at your kid and you look at uh, how things like transgenderism is being taught in schools, uh, critical racist theory and all these other things that are just terrible. And yeah, they're being taught to your kids, folks. I mean, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is a fact. Okay, there's no theory on what's being taught in school. Uh, this is right now happening. And, you know, people are just ignoring it. They don't want to do anything about it. Some of them just don't know what to do. So they don't do anything. And that's the worst part when you say, well, what can we do? I mean, there's really nothing we can do about this. You know, uh, we're only one voice. What can we do? Well, you could uh, elect better leaders, for one. Uh, you could uh, make sure that, you know, your voice is heard uh, for another. You can make sure that, you know, your vote counts by voting for the right person. Uh, but a lot of these people don't know who the right person is. So when they go out to uh, vote, they usually mess it up because, again, they don't know any better. And when you are only watching, like, say, CNN or, heck, uh, even Fox News doesn't always get it right. I know I'm a big supporter of, like, Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and Greg Guckfeld and a lot of these uh, people on there, uh, but there's also a lot of them that are socialists that are completely sold out uh, to the shenanigans of Congress. They, you know, rather rub elbows with uh, some of these complete leftists uh, than do the right thing. Look, Chris Wallace, as some of you uh, know, left Fox News for CNN. Okay, and this is something I really want to talk about early on. He left uh, Fox News for CNN uh, thinking, oh, CNN Plus, they're launching this, you know, platform, and I could be a star on there, and 
his true colors came out, basically. He is not a real Republican. Uh, he's a rhino, okay? And uh, he's, a, he's a rhino who loves the Democrats. He loves the progressive lunacy. His father was a journalist. But this man is nothing but just a farce. Chris Wallace is a complete and total joke. And one thing that I really laughed at hard is how CNN Plus just got the rug pulled out from under them. Now, you haven't heard that. I mean, that in itself is laughable. Uh, the entire platform is being taken down. I am pretty sure he's going to be okay, though. I mean, I don't think that uh, he is going to lose uh, much sleep as they paid him a lot of money to go there. So I am pretty sure that as far as he is concerned anyway, he is going to find uh, probably uh, another uh, time slot that he, has, he hasn't already. I mean, I try not to follow uh, what he does because he's just disgusting. And I've been with, disgusted with him for a long time now. I would say probably since he uh, was the not narrator for uh, a couple of the debates, uh, 2016, he did one. And 2020, he was also narrating another uh, debate. And both times you could tell where his true colors were. And they're not at all in league with what I believe. So with that, you know, he found a home on CNN. They promised him a lot of things. And they have not delivered on anything for him. And I'm very content in that very happy about that because he is just an idiot a complete and total idiot and um, you know it serves him right that he's going through uh, now a network that doesn't know what the heck is going on they're lost in uh, translation and uh, they're uh, you know they're closing shop on CNN plus uh, which was uh, their their streaming platform or whatever. I mean, I was never going to buy CNN Plus. Uh, I don't have uh, Netflix. I don't have any of these uh, streaming services. I have my Plex account, and that's all I need. Plex TV is like the best thing ever, and I don't need anything else. Why would I need anything but that? And uh, if you don't know what Plex is, check out Plex.tv. You'll love it. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Highly endorse it, and uh, it's something that has brought me a lot of entertainment. And I'll tell you what, if you have never heard of it, you're going to be very, very surprised at just how good uh, Plex TV is and how easy it is to set up your own server. The cool thing about Plex is you can set up a server, uh, rip your own movies, put them on there, and you can watch them anywhere you are worldwide. As long as your server at home is online, you can become essentially your own Netflix. And if you buy the uh, Lifetime Pass like I did, you don't have to worry about anything. I mean, there will be no more charges, and you can have your own server. So it's it's fantastic in that sense. So Plex.tv, special shout-outs to them. Now, the clip I'm going to get to first folks uh this is joe biden and you just gotta hear this this is a beautiful clip check this out america is a nation that can be defined in a single word i was gonna put him uh, foot, foot 
Joe Biden has never cared about the middle class, the poor, or anybody but himself and his uh, his son Hunter. And uh, because Hunter is on a salary, a salary of ten percent. Remember, the, the the beach house that he referenced is is the same one that they want to now use our taxpayer money, yours and mine's, right? Our taxpayer money, essentially, to build a fence around his house. Now, I, look, folks, that's extremely hypocritical of the uh, current administration's leader, Joe Biden, because for all this time that he's, uh, you know, talking down the border fence and we shouldn't need a border, why would he need a fence around his house, right? His property. Well, this country is our property and it's our land and we should have a fence to protect our land. So not only does he not want to secure our borders, our land, he wants to use our money to protect his house. And on top of that, he is completely misusing that loophole to save himself thousands, millions. I mean, who knows, really? Uh, Look, if you follow what's been going on in New York with Trump and the audience and all this stuff, it's like the saying goes, you point the finger at somebody, be careful because there's three, maybe two, depending on how many fingers you're pointing. You know, there's always fingers pointing right back at you. And Joe Biden is not clean of that. You know, they keep trying to find anything they can to stick to uh, Donald Trump when they're guiltier than anything Trump has ever done. How do we know this? Because every single time they try to find anything, it always comes back to blow up in their face. Every single time it blows up in one of these uh, completely hypocritical people's face. And Joe Biden has been a liar for his entire life. Uh, he's had uh, health issues with, uh, you know, his head, and he's been operated on, and he has never been that clean or clear to begin with. But now he's, you know, he speaks like you see now. Uh, I'm pretty sure he is going to see now. And uh, at the same time, he's always been corrupt. He's always been a liar, and he's always been evil at the core. And, uh, you, you know, that right there tells you how much of an evil entity we have you know, in the White House, where everything he says basically is a lie. I mean, remember, the laptop from health that says Biden's laptop matters, BLM, that's what it really stands for. And Biden's laptop, of course, laptop, has a lot of stuff that indicates that Joe Biden is taking a lot of bribes from Russia, Ukraine, China, all our enemies. And that's part of the conversation I had with that girl at the uh, seasonal job uh, where she was completely loopy about what's been going on in this country. The evil Democrats have uh, been trying to play one over on us for a very long time. And for those of you listening that are you know, not fully engaged with what's going on, you might have thought, man, Trump was so evil. I got to vote for Joe Biden. I mean, he's been around for a long time. Sure, 
he's a good guy. Well, folks, no, he's not a good guy at all. And if you voted for that man, please look in the mirror. Please make sure you have the right agenda in mind going forward. I tell you what, if you think it's bad now, give this man four more years, and you, me, everybody's going to be speaking Russian or Chinese on one of their many languages, whether it's Cantonese or Mandarin or you know they won't you don't want to throw at us. Uh, we're going to be speaking it. We're going to be speaking it because that's pretty much who owns Joe Biden at this moment. Uh, the laptops, of course, we know uh, were. Uh, two of them were stolen by Russian spies. One of them he left at a, a repair shop that got leaked online. I mean, there were all kind of uh, really bad things in those laptops, including child pornography, uh, Hunter Biden having sex with his niece, possibly one of the Obama daughters. Uh, I mean, just horrible, horrible things uh, that you know nobody wants to see. Even the uh, sex he was engaged in. Uh, which was with uh, older women. Uh, nobody wants to see that from the president's son. I mean, think about that. This is the son of the most powerful man in the world, and he is smoking crack on video, and uh, there's pictures on there of him passed out with a crack pipe. Look, if you want to do drugs, that's on you. I don't do drugs. I haven't uh, smoked pot in almost a year now, which I'm very proud of, and I don't drink. I haven't had a, a alcoholic beverage in uh, in more than 19 years. You know, when you see me taking a sip of something, usually it's Mountain Dew Code Red or Pepsi or water. I drink a lot of water uh, just because I don't believe in getting drunk, and uh, it, when whether you drink or you do, you know, your recreational drugs or whatever it is you do, that's up to you. Uh, I'm not here to preach to anybody what they should or should not do. And uh, this is audio that I'm going to play now from a very, very funny uh, thing that's happening in uh, in a courtroom. And uh, it deals with uh, one of America's most beloved actors, Johnny Depp, who, as you know, has been going through his legal proceedings with this ex, uh, Amber Heard, who is really, man, this thing is, it's sad uh, to see, uh, you know, him going through this because we've all been there. We've all had bad relationships here and there and stuff. And, you know, we all understand uh, how bad things can get. But when it gets to this critical level, you kind of have to, like, you know, put yourself in perspective of Johnny Depp. And, uh, you know, what's been going on, I don't know if you guys are following with his case, but uh, there's a lot of really ugly things that are being said about the man. And I'm not a huge fan of his anymore. He said some really nasty things about uh, POTUS 45. And uh, I'm not a super fan like I used to be, but I would never wish this level of hate going towards anybody. Good afternoon, Mr. Depp. Good afternoon. Can you please tell the jury why you're here today? Um, yes. Um, about six years ago, um, uh, Ms. Hurd made 
some quite heinous and um, uh, disturbing, uh, brought these disturbing criminal um, acts um, against uh, me that uh, that were not based in any species of truth. Um, it was a, it was a complete shock uh, that it would it it just didn't need to go in that direction um, as nothing nothing of the kind had ever happened though it, it, the relationship um, there were um, arguments and um, things of that nature but never did I myself reach the point of um, uh, striking Miss Heard in any way, nor have I ever struck uh, um, any woman um, in my life. And so I, at the time, because the news of this her accusations had uh, sort of permeated the industry and then made its way through media and social media, became quite a global um, uh, let's say quote unquote fact, if you will. And since I knew that there was no truth to it whatsoever, I felt it my responsibility to uh, to stand up not only for myself um, in that instance, but stand up for my children, who at the time were uh, f 14 and 16. And so they were in high school and uh, I, I thought it was diabolical that my children would have to go to um, school and have their friends or people in the school approach them with the infamous People magazine cover with uh, uh, misheard with a, a dark bruise on her face. Um, and then it just kept um, the it kept multiplying. It, it, it just kept getting bigger and bigger. So it was my responsibility. I felt to not only attempt to clear my name um, for the sake of for many reasons, but I wanted to clear. Uh, my children of of this horrid thing that they were having to read about their father that was which was untrue, and also after many years of being in this um, industry, um, at, at the time it was probably I'd probably been in the industry thirty plus years, thirty five years, 
um, never have had any problems, anything like that. And I had met many people over, over the years, many, many of the people, and had had the opportunity to talk to those people and to um, even give advice to these people. And I'm, I'm not, um, my goal is the truth. My goal is the truth because it, it, it killed me that people that I had spoken with, that I had met with over the years, who I, who maybe were in a, not such a great position and they needed advice and I gave them the best advice I could, um, all I could think of was that those people would, would, would think that I um, was a fraud and that I had lied to them. And so I had to wait for my opportunity to um, address the charges which were criminal charges, um, and 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 they, and they just weren't um, true. So I, I felt the responsibility of clearing the record as um, the only the only way that I could get that I could get to the point where I could speak. Um, has really taken this full six years. And it's been six years of trying times. It's very strange when one day you're uh, Cinderella, so to speak, and then in 0 0.6 seconds you're Quasimodo. And um, I... I, I, I didn't uh, deserve that, nor did my children, nor did the people who have believed in me for all these years. I, I didn't want anybody, any of those people to believe that I had done them wrong or lied to them or that I was a fraud. I, I, I'm, I pride myself on honesty. I pride myself on Truth, truth is the only thing I'm interested in. Other lies will get you nowhere, but um, lies build upon lies and build upon lies. It's too much to cover. I, I, I'm obsessed with the truth. And um, so today is my, actually my, the first uh, opportunity that I've been able to speak about this um, case uh, in full for the, for the first time. Mr. Depp, how do you feel about the intimate details of your life being aired in this process? Um, as a father, um, raising kids, you know, when they were very, very little, um, it was important to me, very important to me, to to try to shield my children as much as possible from um, 
looking at their father uh, or their or their mom, for that matter, uh, as uh, uh, novelties. I, I didn't want my children to experience um, hordes of paparazzis. Um, so I was always a very private person. Um, so for me to come up here and stand before you, or sit before you all, um, and spill the truth um, is quite exposing. And um, it's unfortunate that, that it's not only exposing for myself, it's exposing for my family, it's exposing for Miss Heard, it's exposing for... It's... Um, it, it never had to go in this direction. And so I can't say that I'm embarrassed because I know that I'm doing the right thing. <clears throat> now, Mr. Depp, um, I'd like to turn a bit to your upbringing. Um, we heard a bit from your sister, Christy, last week. But can you please tell the jury in your own words about your, your childhood upbringing? Listen to the to the man's voice, and you can tell that this is a, a very difficult topic for him to talk about. Uh, if you listen to the, not only uh, the audio, but if you watch the actual full-length of video, and I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's very long. It could take this show in the next uh, two or three hours to get through. Uh, but if you've been keeping up with the trial at all, it's sad to see how he has fallen from grace the way he has. Uh, they've canceled projects that he was involved in. Hollywood doesn't want to touch anything that he's involved in. Uh, now, this is, again, an actor who was beloved in Hollywood, uh, but he also went woke. And as the saying goes, when you go woke, you go broke. And uh, this is a canceled culture at its finest, and they completely ate him alive over something that was never proven in court. Um, it could happen to any of us. We could have a bad moment. Uh, we could have a bad relationship blow up in our face. And what do you do? You know, for the for most of us, we find another job and we move on with our lives. And hopefully, we, you know, we are able to continue forward in a positive manner. But when you're job is to entertain others we see what cancer culture could do and when your job is making movies and your projects are being canceled we know what that could do that ends your career right i mean pirates of the caribbean for example the movies were huge films for uh johnny Depp. huge films you're probably never going to see him in another pirate movie or disney movie or any big budget movie now because of what you know uh, amber heard I said uh, about Johnny Depp, and like him, don't like him politically. Uh, I think he's completely lost in the uh, socialist leftist uh, Hollywood, Hollywood, as I like to uh, call them. But no matter what your stance is on the guy, nobody deserves to be lied on. And whether it's truth or not, uh, once the trial is over, you know we'll get the verdict from the uh, from the jury on what's happened. Uh, if they believe it or not. But when you watch the trial, folks, you completely, I, I mean, I had a sense of, I had to talk about this because at first I believed that there was something there, there. but when I watch Amber Heard and I watch him and I see them, the way they're acting out what, you know, their life was like when they were together, 
Uh, I tend to believe Johnny Depp, believe it or not. And this is a guy who uh, went on record and asked a question several years ago about when was the last time an actor uh, wanted to blow up the White House. And this is, this is when my president, Donald Trump, was in office, when he first got elected. You know, he is a complete socialist Democrat. And now, the you know, the roosters have come home uh, to him and they're plucking away at this uh, man. And you saw the way he was speaking. He was very careful with his words, uh, spoke very softly, very gently. Now, before the issues with Amber Heard, you know, he has been known to be a, a wild guy, you know, a party animal. He trashed a couple of rooms. He also was in a rock band, so he was kind of living that life of a, of a semi-rock star, right, uh, on top of being a movie star. Uh, and you expect the kind of behavior from somebody who's living that kind of life, but you don't expect uh, for them to be accused of some of the stuff that she's accusing them of uh, because, you know, he doesn't have that kind of uh, history pointed in that direction. And there's a lot of people that love this man who have come forward and supported him, but a lot of his so-called friends and Hollyweird have completely jumped off the bandwagon and are now turned on him. And it's a sad fall from grace. And as much as I hate his politics, I will say that, you know, I really feel bad for what he's going through because, again, nobody deserves to go through that. Uh, if you want to bring that up and talk more about it, we can definitely do that. Uh, because, again, it's a very sad situation what he's gone through and what he's going to continue to go through. Because, I mean, this is not just going to end now. This is going to continue uh, forward for probably at least a few more days. I don't know when the uh, closing arguments are going to be or what the outcomes are going to be. Uh, but it's not a good thing, you know, not just for him. But imagine what his uh, kids have gone through over the uh, last uh, few years with this. Now, his daughters, I know, are close to him. And um, actually, one of his daughters was in uh, a couple of Kevin Smith's uh, films, uh, including, I think, the... It wasn't uh, Clerks 2. It was, I think, Jane Silent Bob uh, 2. Uh, the the prequel, sequel, whatever the hell it was. Uh, it's you know she also did another movie uh, with uh, Kevin Smith, uh, which I forget the name was a really bad one. And uh, you know his daughter at least uh, has his back, and you know his kids understand what what's going on. And a lot of folks that are on trial that are you know talking about their experiences with him including I saw part of it earlier tonight where uh, they were talking to a gentleman who was his, uh, uh, I guess he would speak into like earpieces he would wear and stuff. And they would tell him, you know, certain lines that he uh, didn't say in case he forgot them. And they all spoke very highly and, you know, about him in a very nice way. So it's not like uh, this guy was doing just evil thing after evil thing. Uh, a lot of people loved Johnny Depp within the industry or loved him at one point. So to see somebody like that have to deal with this, again, it's sad. But at the same time, 
it's uh, once again counterculture. You gotta be careful. It will eat you alive if you allow it to. Uh, that's why I, when he was saying all those things, I was like, man, you better not have any skeletons in your closet. Because if you do, uh, I would hate to see you go through, you know, you're talking about here with our president. Elect. And again, every single time you point a finger at somebody, you got to be careful for those fingers pointing right back at you, right? Look what's happening again with Joe Biden, like I said talked about earlier, where, uh, you know, him and uh, the leftists wanted to point all these fingers at Trump saying that he escaped his taxes and he did this and he did that. And it turns out that all that were, were lies. And it was them doing that, not him. It was the counterculture leaders, the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, who were doing a lot of these things. And uh, the Joe Biden's of the world which we're doing a lot of these things. And uh, if you have any sympathy whatsoever for it, I'm sure that uh, your prayers right now are going to be very welcome because he needs them. I mean, he's really hurting. And uh, this is something that's been going on for several years. And we've probably lost the ability to see a, a good actor. Because regardless of you know whatever his politics are, he's a damn good actor, and we probably are never going to see him again in a big budget movie, like I said, uh, because of the fact that you know he committed maybe some mistakes in his life or whatever, whatever. But you know it is what it is. You know you got to kind of understand that when you put yourself out there, you always uh, you know easily uh, manipulated by the media and uh, I find it funny though that for somebody like him to have the media completely turned their back on him when he's been uh, so in the forefront right of uh, Hollywood for years as their darling and now like bam this drops on him and there's really not much you could do I mean, I, what can you do when you're accused of some of the most heinous uh, things out there? And, uh, you know, if you're at all whatsoever sympathetic, please keep him in your prayers because uh, he needs him. I mean, the, the man is definitely hurting. You can tell in his voice, I hope he doesn't do something crazy like commit suicide or anything of that nature. I would hate, for, you know, for that to be a headline one day that Johnny Depp committed suicide because of something like this. Even though I may not agree with the man's politics, I do think that, um, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's terrible. It's terrible to see that um, he would have to be put through the ringer like this. And I almost want to go back to the 90s when we didn't have all this courtroom stuff that's happening and, all this, uh, you know, stuff that we see now on TV, so you know, so uh, so much where every every single thing you do is scrutinized to the tenth degree. If you make a mistake in life, you can never overcome it because you're guilty. Period. In, in the eyes of a lot of these uh, people on the woke crowd, and uh, they don't want to get second chances uh, sometimes. Where it 
it's you know needed. Uh, I'd love to give Johnny Depp a second chance to see him again. You know, rebuild his life and get back on his feet. I mean, if anybody deserves a second chance, I would think Johnny Depp is one of those cats that deserves a second chance. Uh, and you know, look, it's happened over and over again. Okay. Uh, he's not the first actor to go through something like this. Damn sure won't be the last to go through something like this. So I would hope that he can overcome it. But uh, if he uh, does uh, not overcome it, I hope he doesn't take the you know terrible route of doing something crazy like committing suicide or anything like that. I don't think that is something running through his mind. I think he loves his kids too much for that, which is... Uh, a, at least that's a good thing, you know? I don't think he is uh, going to abandon his kids in life uh, just because of that. But I do hope he gets himself clean. I hope he is uh, now doing better when it comes to his drug addiction uh, as a rock star that he was. You know, drugs are always in play, right? Um, and that tells you again why drugs are just not a good choice in life. Uh, somebody who does not take drugs, but has been in court herself, is somebody who I highly admire and look up to, and I think she's a wonderful woman, uh, Margie Taylor Greene. Now, Mar- Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, if you don't know her, MTG, as we call her, um, She's going through uh, something like this with Congress, where they want to cancel her ability to run for re-election. They want to cancel, of course, everybody's a Trump supporter. Uh, there's also uh, the courtroom stuff going on with her. I don't have clips of her because I don't have a chance to rip the audio, make MP3s and stuff. I just uh, was running short on time today. But the hearing uh, this Friday started in Atlanta to determine if uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, was constitutionally barred uh, from running for re-election in January uh, because of the January 6, 2021 so-called insurrection. I call it a political event because uh, that was not an insurrection, folks. That was a bunch of uh, eggheads who got together and were easily manipulated by Black Lives Matter by Antifa and a lot of people that were kind of like uh, egging on, uh, storming, uh, you know, Congress and trying to get at these people. And she was in the mix because she was in there. She's a congresswoman, right? She's a representative. And, uh, you know, it was a protest in Washington. That's really the the gist of it. That turned a little ugly. Uh, They should never have gone into the building, but they went in. Uh, But she could possibly be removed from the ballot under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which disqualifies her from office. It will disqualify anybody from office um, who wants to re- who wants to run for re-election uh, because of the uh, an insurrection, which was nothing more than a bunch of, like, morons, really. I mean... What did she do? I'm looking at the, uh, the case, and I'm like, there's nothing there. She did nothing wrong. But look who's running these things. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, the left, AOC, or you know, the head of the fraud squad, as I call her. 
And uh, the Washington Post reported that uh, Green is the first lawmaker to testify under oath about her involvement in January 6th protest. And I saw her uh, video. I saw the video of the in its entirety. I might play it tomorrow. So tune in for that. uh, Where she talks about, or they're asking her all the questions that they have for her about her uh, involvement in it. In uh, a potentially president setting, um, or, or a potentially present setting, uh, disqualification uh, hearing is uh, more of a current leftist uh, tactic or on uh, this uh, witch hunt uh, by the uh, again wicked left spearheaded by wicked Nancy Pelosi. Uh, In her uh, lying, disgusting hate of anyone who supported POTUS 45. And our nasty Pelosi, as I like to call her, is the person who uh, has done a lot of evil deeds herself. She, of course, is guilty of insider trading and all kinds of stuff. And uh, she's a person who should not at all uh, be leaving any charge at anybody but yet here we are in court she's trying to destroy a person's life and livelihood for her own political gain which is again trying to get at anybody who supports the conservative movement in this country now we are conservatives so folks uh we uh, at least i am and for the most part a lot of people in this country are even if you don't think you are, you probably are. Because if you're against uh, the wokeness that's been going on, if you're against critical race theory being taught to your kids, if you're against hate, if you're against higher taxes, inflation, and all the stuff that's happening, then you're probably more conservative than you believe. Even if you're been indoctrinated yourself into thinking that socialism is great, the left crowd is fantastic. You know all these things that they promise, man, it's going to make us so much better. But if you go to the gas pump and you got to pay six bucks a gallon, uh, right now here in Miami, it's about four bucks a gallon. Uh, how is that great? I mean, it, does it feel good? to pay four bucks to get a gallon of gas when we had it under like two bucks, three bucks under uh, Trump, it doesn't feel too good right on the wallet. It's not just gas. Everything has gone up. Inflation is an effort, right? And uh, one of the things I said I wanted to get to was the stuff that happened at the seasonal job, which I'm going to talk about. And, uh, not just the young lady that I spoke to, which uh, completely blew my mind, which I already spoke a little bit about, but uh, some of the other folks, some of them I would never expect to be pro-Trump or conservative, and they weren't. And uh, I was shocked because I got so much props for the uh, Laptop Matters shirt, the uh, Biden's Laptop Matters t-shirt, and it shocked me to see where people stand politically. Um, and it shocked me to see where some people just didn't understand the rules of law and didn't understand, you know, what country they live in. Now, this is not China. This is not Russia. You know, we live in a country that is free. It's supposed to be free. We have freedom of speech, freedom to bear arms, uh, you know, all these great things that we take for for just, you know, at 
can be easily taken away from us because we're not careful. We vote for the wrong person. So you got to be very careful when you go in there and you vote. Uh, again, in the midterm elections and in the upcoming 2024 elections. Voting does matter, believe it or not. But you got to understand that they can rig an election very easily. So you got to vote for the right people. You got to do your, you know, do your vote counts. And by that, I don't just mean, you know, going in there and tell you, oh, you already voted, saying, okay, well, I guess I uh, either forgot or somebody might have done something. So uh, whatever, I, I turn around and I go home. No, fight back. Tell them, look, I haven't voted, and I want to know what the heck is going on. Now, uh, Mike Lindell from MyPillow.com is doing great work trying to get to the bottom of what's been going on with the rigging and the corruption when it comes to the votes. He's a hero. Now, this is a guy who's a drug addict at one point. He turned his life around, started a fantastic company uh, selling his pillows and you know, his uh, other uh, sleeping arrangement instruments like uh, comforters and stuff for, your, you know, for uh, those who have neck problems. The pills are fantastic. I myself have one in. I don't get a dime from uh, Mike Lindell. He's not a sponsor to the show or to the network. I'm just saying that it's a comfortable ass pillow and I enjoy my pebbles. And, uh, and I enjoy making friends with my pillow. And uh, he uh, does have good products on the market. And this is a guy who is uh, conservative. He turned his life around, and he's doing a, a great service to the United States of America. He really is. Elon Musk is another one who's doing fantastic uh, things for this country. Uh you know, and for the world. And this is a, a real African-American. I mean, he's a white guy, but he was born in Africa. He was raised in America. Uh, he's, of course, the head of the Tesla uh, the electric cars. And uh, he's taking us out uh, to space with a SpaceX program. Genius man, right? And now he's out trying to buy Twitter. I know right now he's probably the single... Biggest shareholder, I think, uh, in, in Twitter. So he practically kind of does own them, but not really. But he didn't have even put on the board of uh, Twitter so he can outright buy the most stock he can so he can become uh, the sole proprietor owner of Twitter, which means he can get to a lot of things that he couldn't get to before because now he would own most of the stock, meaning he will be the number one guy running things on a platform that helped to rig the 2020 elections, okay? And, um, you know, big shout-outs to Mike Lindell, big shout-outs to Elon Musk, and big shout-outs to a lot of these folks that are doing the right thing. Big shout-outs to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and, uh, you know, these people are leading the way in, in the right way. And I'm not just talking about right or left, I'm talking about the correct way and making sure that our elections are clean, that you have a fantastic pillow, and that, uh, you know, you're understanding that your vote does matter. So make sure, again, guys, when you go vote, vote for the right people. Don't just, uh, you know, cast a vote because somebody makes you feel okay or because Donald Trump said some weird things on Twitter or you know, this person said something or or whatever. 
look, Ron DeSantis is the best governor in the country by far. And I think one of the things we're going to find out pretty soon is that Trump and DeSantis are probably going to be in the same ticket as president and vice president. And if that's the case, I'm hoping that they can get, you know, a new system in place in time for 2024 so we could have a uh, four years of Trump and DeSantis because that would be great for the country. And, and it's, look, uh, one of the slogans that Trump had was make America great when he ran. Now he's got a new slogan, save America. And it's a beautiful slogan because we have to save our country. We have to make sure that our country is what it should be, a great free nation for not just us, the older folks. I'm 44, but for our kids, for our grandkids, for the generations that are yet to be born, which, you know, we want them to have a fantastic uh, country. We want them to have a place that they can live in and have all these beautiful technologies, you know, that we've been promised. But to get from one point to the other, you need to have stability and you need to have uh, a transition which is correct. The left wants to completely do away with fossil fuel. You don't need fossil fuel. You don't need to get oil. Oil, that's, you know, that's bad. Well, you idiot. How do you make electricity? Fossil fuel. Without fossil fuel, you can't you can't run your electric cars because you need to make electricity. And they're like, "Well, you have wind power and solar panels." Yeah, but that doesn't work in any part of the world, and actually, it, it doesn't work in any part of even this country properly. So, you can't just rely on those two things when they're known to be very faulty much more than oil. And in fact, to run electricity with uh, technologies like that, uh, and to run electricity like that, uh, you need to have electric cars which have a, you know, a certain kind of battery, which, guess what? Run on a certain kind of uh, product, uh, which is uh, lithium-based, which has, there's less of that than oil in the world. And most of it is owned by, guess who? China. In fact, Elon Musk, part of his company, is trying to create a battery to rival China's battery. And a lot of people don't know that when you buy any electric car, it doesn't matter if it's it's Tesla or Tesla, uh, it's whatever company that sells you electric cars, you have to run the car with a battery made in China. So you're literally putting money in the Chinese Communist Party's pockets. Jesus, try saying that three times real fast. But you're putting money in their pockets by buying these cars. Not only that, it's going to cost you about 30 grand just to buy one of these uh, suckers. And then, of course, comes the uh, the kicker. You don't have the, the technology to even really run it properly because it's not built you know, to fully engage in these things. And if you have an older car, do you have 30, 40 grand to throw down on a cheap, cheap electric car? Most of us don't. Heck, most of us can't buy a used car for two or $3,000. Can you spend twenty, thirty thousand to convert your car? Probably not. Can you spend $80,000 on a brand new electric car from Tesla? 
Probably not. So, I mean, why are these people voting for the people that want to put us in a much more dire position? Just because Donald Trump said something they didn't like, because Elon Musk said something they didn't like on Twitter, of all things. So I support Elon Musk for one to buy Twitter. I think that's the right way to go. I think that's going to be very eye-opening when he if he does buy it and he sits on that uh, owner seat and he uh, exposes what they've been doing because it's going to really show us that they've not just been lying to us all this time, but they have really bad agendas in mind to completely destroy the world. I don't know why Twitter has been engaged in this behavior. Heck, I don't know why uh, Mark Zuckerberg has been engaged in this stuff uh, with uh, fake book. Uh, but there are other outlets out there which are, you know, much better, more conservative, and could maybe entertain you just as much as uh, these two. Uh, I enjoy, uh, you know, I used to enjoy Parlor a whole lot, but Parlor is kind of like non-existent you know, anymore, uh, or they're not as relevant as to what happened with them. Uh, but uh, there are other outlets. Uh, this Mega Chat, uh, Getter, has uh, been really, really cool to, to uh, check out. In uh, other places, uh, if you wanted to really communicate with folks, don't just use Skype. Signal is fantastic. Uh, Telegram is good. There are other outlets that we could build up. Truth Social rolled out their i, you know, iPhones. Uh, version of the uh, app. The uh, Android one is coming soon. And of course, the website will be coming soon. Uh, Mike Lindell, I think, just uh, rolled one out, uh, an app recently, uh, and he's uh, starting his own social media company. So there, there's going to be outlets out there to inform us of real things happening in the world, which uh, we're not getting through on these outlets that we have now. So you just got to do your uh, due diligence. You just got to go out there and find the right place for you that gives you the real info on what's happening because you're not going to get it from watching CNN or any of these news outlets. They're just not telling you the truth. They're not telling you how you're being lied to, manipulated. They're not telling you how the witch hunt is all BS. They're still talking about the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. Like it was legit, and it's not. We know it's not legit. We know it's all fake. We know it's based on lies. Now, again, I'm going to uh, give out the number if you guys want to call in, 786-633-2225. That's uh, 786-633-2225. At midnight, we have the one and only Gary Legere coming to us, and uh, he's going to uh, talk to you about the faces on Mars, and that's always a whole lot of fun. There's other news that I want to get to. Let me see. There's, you know, the Marjorie Taylor Green stuff is just ridiculous. You really got to look at the trial and check out what she's going through. And this is a woman who uh, was just a, a voter, got pissed at the system, and said, you know what? I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to be a representative, and I'm going to make sure that I try my darndest to weed out what I see is wrong, and uh, you know, maybe I can make a, a huge difference, maybe not. Uh, when I 
for the last hour, I did want to get to again some of the stuff that I I uh, went through in the last twenty four hours at the seasonal job, and uh, you know I've had a lot of jobs over the years, folks. I've worked in a lot of places, but never have I had a job do what these people did. Okay, uh, it, it's really quite laughable. Uh, and, you know, shout outs to a lot of the folks, again, who uh, worked there and had their rugs pulled off from under them uh, because it, it's sad to see, uh, you know, what they have gone through. And it's, uh, you know, your income, your money, this is how you pay your bills. And companies like this, uh, you know, are just a, a big letdown when you work for them and you see it firsthand. Uh, I make decent money. Uh, I I'm able to pay my bills, but not everybody is, you know, has that ability. I don't have kids. I'm not married, so I don't have this huge overhead. Uh, so I'm a little bit easier to, uh, you know, control my situation than others, other than my medical bills, which are piling sky high. But uh, well, you know, Obamacare. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, it's uh, expensive to have healthcare now for me. Uh, in, including uh, the thyroid surgery, which I need to have uh, pretty soon, and the back surgery and all that stuff. So a lot of my uh, moolah has gone on surgical procedures over the last few years, and i got a lot more to, uh, to cover. So if you guys want to, uh, who are out there who actually are well off, if you want to throw a little bit of that money my way, you can do that over at my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino. You can find the link to that also on my website, angelespino.com. That's A-N-G-E-L-E-S-P-I-N-O.com. The link is right there. And uh, please, every dollar counts. Now, the company I worked for, should I name it? Should I not? You know, I want to see if anybody from there would call in. And so far, I haven't had any callers tonight. But again, this is the first Saturday that I've done a show on. Uh, so a lot of the uh, normal listeners might not be aware that I'm even live. And uh, I might not even uh, understand what's going on yet. They're probably thinking, there's no way he's live on Saturday night? What? If you're used to listening to me on Sunday, you'd be like, that's normal. But Saturdays, that's just weird, man. Uh, so I, I'm actually looking at some of the numbers, and I'm pretty surprised that we're doing pretty good tonight when it comes to the uh, numbers and the uh, people listening in. But if, uh, you know, I, I like the schedule, I'll keep the schedule, and if it picks up, that's fantastic. Saturdays and Sundays are hard to get a good crowd because of, you know, life, and people like to go out and party and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but I will say this. The stuff that I saw firsthand... Man, let me tell you, if I was a betting man, I'd say this company would be going out of business right now. Because the way they handled uh, the situation was just horrible. Uh, literally, we didn't know uh, whether the job was going to end at the end of the month or it was going to end uh, every year. You know, we had no idea. They didn't really warn us or anything. They just went in and they're like, uh, we're going home. You can go home if you want to. If not, just, you know, you stay and do the whole, whatever the hell it is you want to do. So a lot of uh, folks left. I was actually the last person from the group that I worked on overnight who left. 
believe it or not, I worked my full shift. And uh, I did as much as I possibly wanted. I didn't want to do much because I was kind of pissed too. I was like, this is t- you know, terrible uh, for any company to do this. Uh, but they, you know, they uh, didn't speak clearly to us. A lot of people didn't know they were, they were going to lose their job until the moment they got to work and their team leaders told them that, yeah, jobs are ending early. Uh, and again, if, this, if that was your livelihood, it's not a good way to find out that you don't you no longer have uh, a job. I mean, they should be at least courteous enough to have called their, their staff and tell them, "Look, we're no longer going to be running the campaign. We should, you know, shut. You know, you should not come in. We're shutting down, and don't waste your gas coming here because gas is expensive." But they didn't care, so. Uh, Alorica. Yeah, there I said it. Alorica. That's the name of the company. And the uh, campaign that we're working on was uh, for ID.me. ID.me. And what basically the job entailed was we would do documents and video. uh, Video calls like through a a program like Skype. And uh, I didn't get to do that. I got to do only the document stuff. And Basically, is putting documents together for uh, tax season and stuff. And when I when I applied, I, I went in saying, okay, well, it's a seasonal job is kind of what I was looking for. It was overnight, and as you know, I'm an overnight type of guy anyway. I'm a night owl, so for me, it was kind of perfect. I was, you know, I was like, hey, well, I, at least I got something to do when I'm not doing the shows and I'm not producing and this and that. So it worked out pretty decent. I didn't mind it, but for those of you who need the money, you know, the way they pull the rug from under you, my condolences, because it, it really should not have happened. Uh, I don't want to name names because I don't want anybody's, uh, you know, name out there that don't want it out there because there's, you know, not everybody's built for radio. Not everybody wants their name to be put out there. But you know who you are. You know, some of the ladies that I met there that were really nice that I got to uh, sit with and chat with. And nothing sexual. I didn't go there, with, you know, thinking, I'm going to give me a bunch of numbers and get laid. Yeah, that's the ticket. No, I, I don't like to, uh, you know, date where I work, and I was expecting this to maybe be a, a full-time night job because I was even told when I applied, oh, we might keep the campaign and keep everybody, uh, you know, employed full-time. We're going to see how it rolls, you know, and uh, that's one of the things that I said, okay, that's cool. You know, it's making good money on the side uh, from doing the radio stuff, and I'll be able to go in there and, uh, you know, maybe keep it as a full-time gig. Great, right? So I went in, I made uh, a few really good friends uh, that some might stick around, some might not. It's like, it was kind of like going back to high school, first of all. They hired a lot of people, and then they kept hiring and hiring, and uh, it looked for a while like it was going to be maybe a full-time gig and not just a seasonal thing. Uh, but stuff started happening. People brought in cell phones, and they didn't want people with cell phones. And, uh, you know, every day things would change. And then, you know, I had a TM who's actually a, a really uh, a nice guy. I mean, I have nothing, you know, against anybody. Uh, and uh, I'm going to say a few first names, but I'm not going to say a whole lot of names. Uh, again, because people don't like to be put out there. But uh, my team leader's name is Mike. Uh he was uh, yeah, decent enough, uh, you know, a decent uh, 
guy, you know, nice guy. I didn't get to like, you know, conversate a whole lot with him. Uh, but from what I, I spoke to him, he was a nice guy. Uh, but if anybody's ever seen me, if anybody knows who I am, um, I look a certain way because I'm part Asian. I have some Chinese in my blood. And, you know, I look from a certain angle like I'm half asleep most of the time because I have very tiny eyes. Now, if you see me with my glasses, you'll be like, oh, you're sleeping, you know, what the hell are you saying? You know, you, your, your eyes look normal. But when I take my glasses off, you're like, oh, okay, I see it better now. So you have really small Asian eyes. And he wouldn't pick up on that. He kept trying to bust me sleeping and all kinds of uh, stuff, which just uh, egged on, uh, you know, this complete back and forth, which was very negative. And that's from a lack of proper training, you know, TMs. Uh, that I found it to be very disturbing for such a big company to not properly train their managers to do their job and to have a little humanity to them about dealing with certain people in certain situations, you know, especially overnight where you're in a building and it's half empty and you're with the, the group that you're working with. And it's like about 40 degrees in this MF -er, and uh, it, you know, I put it into perspective. Why are prisons and hospitals really, really cold? Because they want to sedate the inmates or sedate the, uh, you know, the, the sick and the elderly and make sure they fall asleep and, and stay asleep. And, uh, you know, that's something that people deal with. And there's a lot of people that slept on uh, on the job. I'm not one of them. I maybe dozed off a few times because I'm a human being. And when you're working with documents over and over and over and over, at times you're going to, like, doze off a little bit. And, and, you know, the right thing to do is so that it's not better to wake up. But not give them warnings and second warnings and final warnings and threaten their livelihood because you think they're sleeping, right? That's not cool because now you're messing with people's papers. But Mike was not a bad dude. He just didn't understand that part of it. Hopefully now he's aware that I'm not somebody who holds grudges. We had a nice conversation before I left. Uh, he was uh, one of the team leaders that worked the overnight cr uh, crew. And uh, another one, his name is Raul. So shout-outs to both uh, Mike and Raul. Good dudes. Uh, Raul is a real class act the whole time. I mean, Raul... I had one altercation with him, which I found to be hysterical. Uh, early on, I would say about the first week, actually, of uh, me passing the uh, early online course that they have you go through, we had an altercation with a guy who was training us. His name was Danny from IDME, was standing behind me, and he walks out uh and I could hear him because I was like shadowing somebody who he had me shadowed to see how this person did her job and, or was doing the job. And it was like four of us shadowing this one person. And uh, Danny never looked at my face. He just saw the back of my head leaning towards uh, the cubicle where we were all sitting around uh, because my neck was hurting. Now, I have thyroid uh, tumors that I'm getting removed because I suffer from hyperthyroidism, and I have something called myxoderma, which is uh, early stages of thyroid cancer. And it's part of the surgery I need to have. And uh, 
he went out and got Raul. Raul took me into an office, started yelling, and I told him uh, I wasn't sleeping. Danny never saw my face, and you weren't even in the room. You know, why would you start yelling at somebody? But I didn't want to get into an altercation where it led to something else. So I was like, you know, I tried to keep my cool and, and my calm. But as further things happened, I started to really see that these guys weren't even getting properly trained themselves on how to deal with certain situations or certain people. And that, you know, that kind of narrative kind of carried over and carried over and carried over. But along the way, again, I met a lot of really nice folks uh, that were really cool, made some good friends, some, uh, you know, good buddies. And uh, Chad is one of them. Pat is another one. Gary's another one. Uh, you know, those I would name. Uh, I think probably uh, the closest uh, female friend that I met, there was a, a girl who uh, I think, you know, I, I don't want to give her last name out, but Chavelli uh, is her first name. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Um, you know, so shout outs to them. They're really cool people. There's a lot of really nice folks there. And I hate what happened to them. I really do. I hate the fact that these folks who were looking uh, to pay their bills now, they're not going to be able to anymore. So I hope they saved properly and they're just blow by the money that they, they made there and all find employment. Uh, I'm going to start probably trying to help out some of these folks uh, that, are, that became friendly with me. And uh, I know a lot of places that might be hiring. So if you're listening in from uh, Alorica, uh, 786-633-2225 is a good way to get to me. And, uh, you know, keep in contact because I might have uh, some for you in the uh, near future. Uh, but, look, what happened at this place uh, was comical. The last night there, and uh, it was empty. Everybody had got home uh, for the most part. Uh, they actually found a couple people that, were, that stayed by uh, playing with a cell phone, and this became funny. They brought security the whole nine yards, and uh, they uh, kicked them out. And in a way, like, you know, like, they were criminals. And, you know, I understand they were just goofing off, but you literally just fired these people. You know, you don't need to bring in security and, like, do all these things, like, to scare them when you're literally, uh, you know, telling them they're fired after tonight. And then, don't, you know, you don't, for a company that large, which hires so many people, they didn't even give them the warning to, you know, not come in because you're going to waste your gas because we're going to send you back home. That's a very, very, uh, you know, amateur of this company, uh, Alorica. Uh, and its reviews online, uh, man, were brutal, let me tell you. When I looked at uh, I looked them up on Indeed.com, I was like, my goodness, this is, this place is a, a mess. And then I get there, the infrastructure was pretty decent. Uh, the place looked nice. The, the folks were really pleasant to work with. Uh, management seemed like a, a nice bunch. And I was like, well, maybe, uh, you know, the, some of these reviews were just, you know, people that were upset for this reason or that. Uh, because as humans, uh, we tend to, like, leave bad reviews, whatever we hate, you know, where we're at. But we don't leave good reviews whenever we're in a place that we actually liked and left for our own, you know, reasons. So, I would, you know, I thought maybe that was the case. 
But no, now I look back at some of these uh, reviews and I'm like, you know, some of these were right on the money. This is actually not a great place uh, if you uh, want a stable job. And one of the things I found out about this uh, company is that uh, they uh, they get their money as a subsidy from the government, uh, meaning they get paid to hire people. So for them, hiring and firing is you know a a common theme. They hire a lot of people, they fire a lot of people because they make money that way. The more people they hire, the more money they get from the government. So, you know, they'll hire and fire as they wish. They don't care. They don't drug test. None, none of those things. Uh, but that's not even, you know, a big deal because, again, you know, you do what you want to do. I don't care about your, your usage of drugs. Uh, that's your business. But a company this large should at least have an infrastructure where you have a little bit more professionalism in the way that you do business. And this is a, it was a complete shit show at the end. Uh, the lights were going on and off because of some bad weather and stuff. And uh, it, it just was not good, folks. So, you know, be on the lookout. Alorica is a fine idea i like uh the infrastructure uh, that i saw early on but i did not like the outcome i did not like what i saw when i got in there and saw the way they were running their company the ownership had a has a great idea on their hands but the way uh, his managers are in uh in play are just not cool uh one lady who i don't even know her name this fat disgusting disgruntled whale of a woman okay uh that's the best way to describe her uh she was one of the the uh, managers on the crew that came in after our crew was going home and uh two nights before they shut down the uh the i don't know if it's just gonna be the overnight crew or they shut down the uh the, the IDME campaign but she comes up to me as i'm talking to uh some folks and she's like you need to leave the sales, the uh, you know, the main floor right now. You know, let these people do their job. You know, and I looked at her like, "Are you serious? We, we essentially all been fired, and you know, you're, you're talking to me like that, like you know, like what kind of like morale do you have, lady? I mean, and she was gunning for me a couple times." Uh, one, uh, this is really funny. Uh, you know, they they don't allow cell phones in the building for obvious reasons. You know, you're dealing with people's, you know, documents and stuff. So it, it was uh, a fine enough reason. I'm not arguing the the fact that he, you know, they'll be mad for you having a cell phone in there. I don't think it's a, a firing offense, but you know, they fired people for that on the spot too they give you a second chance which is terrible but yeah, that's the way you make your money that's the way you make your money but um there was a group of them that i guess had it out for me for some reason and one night and this is really really funny uh there was there's a few people that were snitches i'm not gonna name names because i hardly remember names to begin with from all the stuff that i deal with so names come and go uh but she uh she was told by a snitch that I had a cell phone because the cell phone went off a few times, and uh, she went at me directly, 
and they brought in uh, one of their co-worker with the, uh, you know, one of those magic wands for securities, the metal detectors, to see if I had a cell phone. And I was talking to uh, this supervisor named Noah, and I, I tell him, this is this is all about me, watch. They, they're gunning for me. All eyes on me. And he was like, what, are you, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, just watch. And she walks over to uh, the folks, uh, to this one gigantic behemoth free willy woman. And she uh, t- she tells them, um, or she tells the person with the metal detector, uh, Angel has a phone on him. Go, you know, go make sure that you pat him down first. I hear this because I'm like six, maybe seven feet away. Look, if you're six, seven feet away from somebody, this is not the movies. You're going to hear what the hell they're saying. Okay. And I have explicitly really good hearing. I may not recall everybody's names. I may not recall everything that happens, but my hearing is intact. And uh, I heard every word, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. So I tell the supervisor, I'm like, look, uh, she's going to inform me that this is for me. And sure enough, uh, the person with the with a metal detector walks over two rows full of people. It goes directly to where I'm standing with the with no other supervisor. And uh, she goes, yeah, I need to check for uh, a cell phone. And I looked her in the face, and I go, I told no, I was like, told you. And I go to her, I go, you can search me. I don't care. I don't have anything on me. Uh, in fact, I, I knew you were coming because your little squad over there have been uh, talking, and you're right there. It's not like I can't see you. And, uh, you know, what do you want to search? So I took my jacket off. I emptied my pockets. I was like, you don't need uh, any kind of search warrant. Search away. I don't have anything on me. In fact, I I not just don't have anything on me. I think you have to be Special Olympics retarded to bring a cell phone into the building where you see, you know, stickers everywhere saying that to uh, bring a cell phone. And I may look like a dummy, but I'm not retarded. I'm not stupid in any, any means. Uh, at least I haven't been told by doctors that I'm retarded. Maybe they kept that a secret for 44 years. I don't know. But she started laughing because she, you know, I was embarrassed and I opened, you know, I did the Jesus thing where I put my hands out like a cross. I'm like, I'm a martyr. Search away. And uh, she started cracking up. She ended up not even, like, searching me because she figured, yeah, if he was, you know, guilty, he wouldn't want me to pat him down anyway. Like, so, and I looked directly at the supervisor and I said, you see, you sent somebody out to me. I don't have anything on me, but now you look like an ass. And I grabbed my stuff and I left. And that should never happen. You should never signal out one person if you think somebody's bringing in a cell phone into a building. I mean, don't signal people out like that. That just creates a toxic environment. And there's a lot of incidents like that which were completely toxic. Uh, We had this one gentleman who worked documents, uh, not like we worked documents. He was working on the documents we were working on. And uh, one night he comes over for some special training, and he's uh, standing there. And I say he's a very nice guy. His name is Alex. Real, real nice dude. He's a short little fellow. 
and uh, he's you know he comes over, he starts talking really low, and he was kind of a little far away, about maybe twenty feet away from me, so it was harder to listen to him anyway. As I'm listening, I look down because I was trying to open a, a snack that I had on my uh, sweater uh, to eat. Like it was a slim jim, okay, folks. I was trying to eat a damn slim jim. And I'm trying to open it. I'm having a hard time. So I look down to try to open it. And my team leader, uh, Mike, comes by and he's like, Angel, Angel. And he calls my name out a couple times. And I look up and I'm like, sup? And he goes, get over here. And he pulls me to the side of his mean face. Like he's about to, like, drop kick me or some shit. And he tells me, you're sleeping again on the job. And I'm like, I, what? Bro, I wasn't sleeping. And he goes, get over here. And he pulls me into an office, and he started giving me the rundown. And I'm like, man, I don't want to argue with you with you two. Because he brought in Raul, the other supervisor, in there also. And I was like, I really don't want to argue with you guys. So I'm just, I'm heading out. And I got up, and they got up, and we all walked out. And, you know, that kind of stuff should never happen. But it, it happened. It happened on several occasions, several stories like that. And again, this is a lack of understanding. I told uh, my supervisor, I was like, bro, I was trying to open up a Slim Jim. And you accusing me of sleeping. If the Macho Man was alive, he'd be really pissed off. Oh, yeah. That's my best Macho Man impression, by the way. I can't do any other uh, impression of the man. Rest in peace, Randy Savage. But... With that story and you know stories like that, kind of tells you that they went a little bit overboard, and they too got the rug pulled off from under them. You know, uh, sadly enough, we had this other idiotic uh, employee who, uh, I don't know, I don't know, this Dumbo-looking girl who worked there. Uh, she was a, a complete moron. She was one of the overnight crew. She wasn't like a supervisor. She's just a regular employee. This girl uh, is looking at me. She's like, wake up. And I wasn't sleeping, but she was looking at my it's my left side. And I'm looking at my documents, and I'm going through my documents, right? And I look over immediately, and I'm like, I'm awake. I'm working my documents. What's your problem? Standing behind her is uh, our team leader, Mike. And he looks over and he and he sees me and I'm like, yo, first of all, why would you dry snitch like that? You know, you should never do that to a, a fellow employee to begin with. And uh, she was like, oh, whatever. It looked like he was sleeping. And I was like, sleeping? Bitch. And I gave her the middle finger. She looked at Mike and she's like, you should write him up for that. You should fire him. And he goes, oh, I'm going to write him up. And I got a final warning. This is a, a few weeks before. I got a final warning. Uh, the you know if I got another one, I would be let go. And I'm like, wait a second. If this is the final warning, what happened to warning one and two? Right? No, I just you know went from zero to final. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, so I got a final warning for doing nothing. Basically nothing, and I. I I sat there and I'm thinking, wow, what did I ever do to this behemoth that she would, you know, try snitch on me like that? And and I, I thought hard and I'm like, she's actually done that several times. So I was contemplating in my head 
should I or should I not try to catch her sleeping? Because she's passed out several times. And the funny thing about the story is that she spent the next day engaged in conversation with uh, the supervisor for five hours, did no work whatsoever, but she all she was talking about was Chris Rock and Bitch Slap by uh, Will Smith and the Oscars. They spent five hours uh, yapping about that. And I'm looking at her like, holy shit. So, hold on. You're going to dry snitch me, get me into a situation where I get a final warning, and you don't even work. You just, you, you coast through this thing, and nobody says anything to you. Okay. You know, and I, I in my head, I settled with myself, and it was one of those moments where I had the good angel and the bad angel, and the good angel got his ass kicked by the bad angel, and I caught her sleeping, sure enough, passed out. I mean, this girl was knocked the fuck out uh, for a good five minutes, at least maybe five to ten minutes uh, that I saw, and in front of her, two feet away, was the supervisor, Mike. He didn't notice because his back was turned to her. And I, I yelled out, hey, Big Red, wake up. You're sleeping. And I called her Big Red because she was wearing a, a red sweater at the time. And uh, she was she didn't hear me. So I said, hey, and I said her name. And uh, she woke up and she was like, what? And I was like, you're sleeping. Wake up. And she looked at me like, oh, whatever. And then another lady, some older lady, uh, said, Oh, shut up, Angel. And I'm like, no, shut up, Angel, nothing. She did it to me. You don't like when I do it to you now, huh? You don't like when I do it to her? Well, guess what? What goes around comes around. And they did nothing to her, right? And that's because some people pick and choose who they like and who they don't like. Uh, I don't know if Mike had it out for me or not. We had a good conversation before I left. And, uh, again, nothing personal. I hold no grudges. I wish him well. I hope that he does well. Hell, I hope she does well also in her life, but she needs an ass whooping for her behavior. I would never hire her, to be honest with you. Um, there's a few people in there that I would never hire, but there's a few people in there that were really cool, like I said, and I would hire her on the spot. Uh, she is just not one of them, not professional in any way. And I busted her a couple more times sleeping, and I called her out on it just to make myself feel better. Because, heck, if you're going to do it to me, you better expect retaliation. That's what I'm saying, right? So I retaliated a couple times, and I felt a little better about myself. You know, I, I hate to uh, snitch anybody out, but I, I was like, you know what? Screw it. What goes around comes around. And I, I did what I had to do. And uh, if she ever listens to this podcast, that middle finger is still extended at you there, uh, you dumbo-looking whale of a woman. Big girl. Big, big girl. And I'm a big dude, but I wear it well. And she does not wear it well. Now, other people in the crew were very cool to deal with. In fact, I say about 90%, maybe 95% of the crew were very cool people. And uh, I wish them all nothing but the best. Uh, but if you're out to get a seasonal job... Uh, don't look for a place like uh, IBME or anything like that to work for uh, because they're very quick on the trigger. And one thing I, f I found out about was um, not only their pay structure, 
which was kind of shitty. Uh, but also the way they handled uh, business was not very, very uh, cool at all. And uh, just uh, a, a real big letdown, really was. Um, let me see, any other interesting things that I wanted to get to uh, when it comes to this job? Anything else that happened? Um, there's, uh, and it's a lot of stuff that happened. I, I, you know, I'll probably talk a little bit more about this as uh, I clear my head over the next few days. It was kind of interesting because I feel kind of like, uh, like I was Bruce Wayne for a second there, you know, doing the whole overnight thing and, you know, being like a vampire and dealing with the overnight crew and sleeping during the day and whatnot. Uh, so it was interesting in that sense, and uh, interesting in many other ways. Um, I will say that uh, it was very enlightening uh, to uh, deal with that. It was uh, interesting to deal with that, uh, and it was uh, some that it was fun. Believe it or not, I actually had a, a pretty decent time as uh, a side hustle uh, to this radio stuff. Now, I might have some other news dealing with the radio stuff in the near future. Uh, I might make a big move as I have to move out of my apartment pretty soon. My dad finally had his eye surgery, which he was uh, waiting on. Uh, so I might have to uh, make a move into my own uh, place pretty soon and uh there might be a change of cities in my future, so shout-outs to my friend Seth Whaler, who you might know as the other guy from when I, when I did Skywatchers Radio. Well, we might have some business news to talk about in the near future, so there's uh, that weight in the wings. Uh, we're almost out of time here. As, uh, as you know, this is a three-hour podcast with uh, a huge show that follows us. The Gary Legier Show and uh, his Faces of Mars. Uh, and he's, of course, the Mars revealer himself. And uh, I'm going to uh, put more perspective into uh, my four-month gig with Alorica and might have more stories in the very near future. So if you're listening in for the first time on this show from uh, from this company, and I uh, heard uh, some, you know, of the stuff I talked about. Uh, there's, you know, a lot more to talk about. Uh, you can't sum it all up in one night, unfortunately. But uh, that was just uh, a couple of things I, I, I wanted to get to from the last uh, few, you know, days or what have you on uh, this uh, campaign. Um, if it's a seasonal thing and they ask you know, for me to come back next year, I'm not probably going to take it, as I probably won't be in the state or maybe the city. Uh, who knows who I'll be at that point. I might be uh, six feet under. I don't know. Uh, you know, you can never tell the future. Remember, folks, every day you live is a gift from whatever God you, you pray to. That's why it's called the present. So we have to always take it in stride and uh, take it for what it is. And enjoy every single moment of what you get. Uh, every moment is a gift from the heavens. And I try to make the best of it. I try to be good to others as I would hope they were to me. But if you're shitty to me, believe me, I could be a devil in disguise and I could hurt you right back. As the uh, Dumbo uh, chick found out when I called her out a couple of times. That doesn't really matter. 
because we all kind of lost our jobs anyway, right? So who cares? Now, if she was listening, she's probably like really pissed <laughs> uh, uh, about the uh, the stuff she did. You know, I've uh, said about it tonight. But I'm going to put together more uh, of my thoughts over the next few days as I clear my head and I get back to more of a normal rhythm because working that midnight to eight in the morning shift, man, it's taxing on the body and it really shifts your whole life around. I really felt like Dracula. <laughs> I have to get these out of my system, these overnight things. And, you know, it's funny because I would wake up at like 10, 10 30 ish get ready for this job, rush out there, look, there's only like 10 minutes away, and uh, then be there till 8, 9, 10 in the morning, and uh, work nonstop. I mean, like I said, I was the last person that left from my group, and I worked my shift uh, completely, uh, just to show them that, listen, even though it's the last night, I did not abandon my job, I kept working hard, uh, or maybe hardly working, however you want to see what I did as uh, my last day there. Um, I don't think that uh, there's going to be any more hours in my future with them, uh, so I wish the company well, I wish uh, they, they get their uh, act together a little bit better, and don't treat their employees the way I was treated or the other employees that were treated, because not everybody has the ability to pay their bills without working at this company. This, again, was the livelihood for a lot of folks who enjoyed the pay rate because the pay rate was actually very legit. I mean, 20 bucks an hour nowadays is 20 bucks an hour, right? Plus, the uh, the overtime was pretty good. It was time and a half. So if you did a lot of overtime and, you know, you worked, you know, well, uh, you know, you can make decent money working there. So don't just you know, pull the rug out from other people. That's not cool at all. And uh, don't just fire people because they make a mistake. Uh, that also wasn't very cool of the company. Uh, while I understand their policies and, and all that stuff, it's just not cool. But the more I get my thoughts together, the more I'm going to talk about it. I want to be live again tomorrow, and I might have more to talk about on the show here. We're going to be live every Saturday and Sunday at uh, 9 p.m. to midnight from here on out. Uh, soon coming back to the network, uh, probably in the next few weeks, maybe a month or so, maybe less, is uh, Kate at 8. And uh, she is uh, 8 to 9 p.m. on uh, normally it will be Thursday nights. I don't know if she wants to switch nights or keep that night. I'm not sure yet. But she said she's coming back very soon. So we have her to look forward to. Again, shout-outs. Uh, and prayers to a Kaiser's uh, lady, uh, Christine uh, ballard Schuff, who is uh, going through surgery and medical procedures and all kinds of uh, really, uh, you know, just uh, rough times right now. Uh, so she's in our prayers and our thoughts, and uh, hopefully she gets better and uh, makes full recovery. Check out mintmobile.com. That's right, Mint Mobile, who uh, I have a deal with. And Mint Mobile is uh, Ryan Reynolds' company. As you know, he's, he plays Deadpool on the big screen. And uh, I have a, a special deal with that we worked out. And uh, the service is fantastic. I'm not just saying it because I'm, uh, you know, using the uh, service and I'm you know, making a, a little bit of income from them. But it's actually really good. I have the unlimited plan, and I've had no issues with my internet, 
my uh, trout, uh, my hot spot or anything like that. Works perfect. I've had clear reception. They work on the same towers as T-Mobile and all these other companies. And they do really fine work with their company. So check out mintmobile.com. Uh, I might have a uh, special code pretty soon. Uh, they had one that expired, but I'm going to probably put another one together so I can give that out in the future. And if you sign up, you get a, a little bit of a discount, and I'll get some more credit with uh, Ryan uh, Reynolds and uh, their crew over there. Uh, fantastic folks. So check them out over at mintmobile.com. Sign up. It's very cheap for the same service you'll get with the big boys, and uh, your service will be excellent. I can guarantee you that much because my service has been fantastic. Until then, make sure you uh, are paying attention to the world around you. Make sure that you're paying attention to everything happening, and make sure that you understand that space is a very big place. And we all are here on this little tiny globe, and we all have to inhabit it together. So make sure that you're kind and courteous to all fellow men, and make sure that the time you're here, you make it count.